Hello, 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 beautiful people. How are you doing? Welcome, welcome on the smart, on the smart woman. <laughs> now, this is not the same show, Darin. Um, stand up from the crowd with me, your host, Darin Benamara. And this is the LinkedIn a live stream show dedicated to helping you professional entrepreneurs, leaders to stand out from the crowd and to make your mark on this planet. And every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern time, I welcome a standout guest that shares, uh, who shares her or his stories, their best tips, you know, their experience, and basically provide you, you know, the things, the real things, the real deal, the real tips, actionable tips that you need to implement in order to stand out from them. And today we are going to talk about a topic that is very close to my heart, which is career pivoting and personal branding at 40. Recently, I have been receiving a lot of messages, a lot of DMs from uh, young women who are in their 20s, 24, asking me if they are too young uh, to build a personal brand and, you know, to start standing out from the crowd. But it reminded me actually when uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, when I was working face to face with clients, some of them were senior managers, some of them were, were in their late 40s, 50s. And I remember having this conversation with them where they would tell me, but I'm too old, you know. I wish I knew it before. Uh, if I was 10 years younger, I would have done it. But now, you know, what's the point? And I disagree 100%. I disagree 100%. Okay. And so our standout guest today is Valerie Mickey. But before I bring her on board, let me show you something. If you want to start building your personal brand the right way, then the link is in my bio. Download your standard from the crowd five steps blueprint to build your personal brand. Okay. You want to do it the right way. Okay. So click the link in the comment and let's get started. Now, welcome, welcome, Valerie. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Doreen, for having me. Oh, that's such a such a pleasure it's always a pleasure actually to have a conversation with you how are you doing wonderful i'm from la it's very hot and warm here and i can't wait to have this discussion you know if if i could just answer your you know when these young women are asking you should i start my personal brand i would say hell yes i wish i did i wish i did honestly all right earlier but it's never too late. And I like your motto, actually. You say it's never too late to start something new. Age is just a number, people. And I feel, so let's let's get started. I feel like aging is taboo for women. Mm -hmm. So what was your experience? So did you see, and we are still young. I'm, I'm in my 30s. You are in your 40s. 40s and yeah. you are still young, fresh and beautiful and smart and talented <laughs> and very competent. And we have a lot to uh, <laughs> contribute to this world. And I shared this anecdote with you, Valerie. I remember when I was in university making my plan, my career plan, my life plan. Mm -hmm. Actually, everything would stop at 30. And when I hit the 30-year-old mark, I panicked and I cried. I cried for months and months and months, and especially on my birthday month, because I was I was like, oh shoot, I'm I'm turning 30. 
I have never thought what life would be, or I never thought there would be life after 30. I didn't have any plan. And most importantly, I had not achieved everything by the age of 30. And I thought mm. I was done. And then I realized that, okay, in my 30s, I started to feel much more comfortable, much more confident, you know, in my skin, being me, doing the stuff that I wanted to do. And I, as I was telling you, like, I'm sure when you get into your 40s, it's even better. It's even better. You are have more wisdom. You lived life. And you just have a lot of more introspective moments. And that's what happened with me, especially during the pandemic. It gave us some time to quiet down our thoughts and to really ask yourself some questions. Wow. So tell us, tell us a little bit about your, your professional journey. I know you had uh, three uh, pivoting career moments in yeah. your life, which is, which is cool. Listen, on, on the Smart Woman Roundtable on Monday, one of the guests had six six like pivoting career moments in her career. So three is not that bad yet. It's not that it's bad. It's not even bad because we're growing. We're, we're, we, if we're not evolving, if we're not moving, then, then, we're, then what are we here for, right? So we have to give ourselves some grace and some honesty to ourselves and ask ourselves, we only have this finite moment on this earth. Like, what are we gonna spend our time doing? So in my 20s, I've, I was in the fashion industry. I loved fashion. Ever since I was little, I, I was very determined again in the industry and I did. But I ended up on the wrong side of it or the, the side that I was not my first choice, which is on the manufacturing side. And so that was the only job that I can get when I first started my career in the fashion industry. But I took advantage of it. I learned everything about manufacturing and what, what caught the attention of the buyer that I was um, reporting or where I would work with. He's like, you have something here. The manufacturing side of the company was moving down to uh, Southern California. And he asked me to be his assistant buyer. And then that was my big first pivotal um, pivot. So went from manufacturing to the buying side and I stayed in that job for over 18 years. I oh, wow. it was like a combination of like product development and production and, and where I learned my foundation of my career. It was like priceless because that got me my foot in the door and to get me recognized by a buyer to say, hey, you have something here that other buyers can't offer. They didn't understand manufacturing. So wow. I would say is like every moment that makes you stand out, you should definitely take advantage of it and leverage it. I didn't mm. know at the time. I didn't until now looking back in hindsight, I'm like, oh, that was a pivotal moment. I stood out because I had something unique to share that was different from any other assistant buyers that he ever worked with. And actually, I love what you're saying with what you are sharing with us, because you said, you know, it was a pivotal moment and it was an opportunity for me to stand out, but I didn't leverage it. And I feel like and maybe it's changing now. And I would like love mm -hmm. to hear your perspective on this. I feel like when you have those pivotal moments in your career, most of the time we perceive it as a negative thing. Okay. Oh, what did I do wrong? Did I was my time? I got laid off. I got fired. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not aligned with what I do. So what's wrong? And, and, you know, I feel like the negative aspect like comes up first when actually this is an opportunity for you 
to stand out, you know, to show cases that you are uh, multi-talented, that you have transferable skills, which was the case in, in your situation, to, to, to showcase who you are as a person who is evolving as and as a professional who is growing. So what would what would you have done differently back in time if you knew all the all the things about personal branding and how to use it to stand up from the crowd? I think the one thing that I have learned about myself was how to speak up and to be my biggest cheerleader and to share that with people. I didn't do that for a very long time, especially even in the corporate world. That's actually one time I lost a promotion because I didn't speak up during meetings. And so I had to get past my fears of speaking in front of um, in meetings. And, and it, that took time. So I wish that I owned my power. Mm -hmm. And that I that I recognize that I have something of value to share and bring to the table. Yes. So I right. so, and that's what you get in your 40s. <laughs> you get that yes. reflection like, dang it, I wish I would have known. So if I can share any wisdom to your audience is take inventory of your power now. Mm, and own it. And own it. So what yeah. makes it easier to, to own it in your 40s? Gosh. Um, I think because you, for me, I have survived through a lot and, sur and survived is the key word here, mm. right? So you've moved past it. Nothing happened, nothing detrimental where, you know, everyone still has a roof over our head. Like everything is still standing still. It's fine. So if you've survived that moment, then challenge yourself and do it again. Oh, right. It shows mm -hmm. that how much. Actually, it's about resilience. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Right? Yes. And we did that over last year. And so then there was another pivotal moment in your career life. Tell us more. Yes. So I would say the next pivotal moment was happened to me last year when, um, well, I, I was, this is my second layoff. My first layoff, I think at that time, and this is just my opinion. I was in the industry, fashion industry for already 18 years. My heart wasn't even into it anymore. I was very burnt out. It didn't bring me the, the, the energy and like the joy it used to bring. It was, it was mm. a job. I was the main breadwinner in their family. I, I definitely was only doing it for money, which is totally fine. There was nothing wrong with it. If you have to, you have responsibilities, but then I ended up getting laid off. So then I decided to open, a. uh, my own business and tried the entrepreneur thing. So I opened a interior design home staging business. I did that for two years, but then I realized like, this is hard. Being an entrepreneur is really hard. You really challenge yourself. There is not a moment during that period and still to this day where I had a business book and a personal development book because it challenges you as a solopreneur because you don't have a team behind you. You don't have that infrastructure. You only have yourself. So um, when my husband decided to open his own business, I was like, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to close my business. We both can't be business owners. So it was my secret way of exiting. But okay. secretly, I, I, I exited not because um, really was for our family. I exited because it was just too hard. I wanted to just go back into a corporate life and just put my head down and just work. 
Okay. But then when I did that, I ended up getting laid off a year and a half later. So that job security that we think that we have with the company, it could be a false positive. Right. Right. So did you get laid off because of the COVID-19 or it exactly. was before? Okay. I got laid off at the height of the COVID-19. Okay. So now we are amid uh, COVID-19. You get laid off. Mm -hmm. What's going on in your mind? I mean, the first, my, you know, for me, I'm a high performer. So the first thing I do is like, I'm going to go find a job. It was like no jobs available at the beginning of the pandemic, especially mm -hmm. not in the fashion industry. And I was being rejected, rejected over and over again. Um, and I honestly, if I had to look back, I wish I didn't go straight into job search mode. I really should have reassessed, give myself some time and grace to like take in the, the layoff and and really ask the question of what do I want to do next? Do I want to go back into the industry? I didn't even really like it. So what oh, do I want to do next? Okay. And so when did you realize that, okay, this is a pivotal moment, another one, mm -hmm. and let's mm -hmm. follow my passion and, you know, let's follow, uh, an, because now you're an entrepreneur again. I, I know. I was like <laughs> kicking and screaming, but this time it's different. The reason why it's different this time is because I'm doing it for myself. The last time I tried to open a, a company or a business, it was because, oh, this is going to be easy. I can I can do this. Like I I merchandise stores. I can merchandise homes. It wasn't there was no passion behind it. I was just trying to follow my transferable skills wherever it landed me. And it was fine for two and a half years. I, I'm going to it wasn't a, a bad business at all but I wasn't passionate about it. This time around, I started my blog and it really came out of love and passion. I, I actually started the blog because it was a way, I didn't know at the moment that I was building my personal brand. I actually wanted to, to start a blog to show my future employer that I can stay digitally relevant. Mm. So I, I was just gonna write about like project management, which is like the most boring, boring, boring <laughs> subject, right? Like who's gonna go to that website? Um, but then, you know, it was a stunning fact that came out during the pandemic, which was close to 3 million women in the US had lost their jobs wow. during the pandemic. And so that just, and I was one of them. Mm -hmm. So I turned the blog into something where let's, in some way, can I help in any way, shape or form just content out there um, about um, how to find a job, how, you know, how to start a side hustle, anything in that way I can help. And and that side project turned into a passion project that now has turned into my full-time um, passion and business. Wow. So before we continue, let's let, let's take a look at the comments from our audience. We have Azad Hossein who says, very good. Emma Zibri, who says, thanks for sharing, right? You are not too old, you are not too young. You do you and you yeah. know, stand out from the crowd. Use your experience. Rolis Fontenot, our friend says, so good seeing you guys on Varily Mickey and Darin. Thank you, Rolis. And he says, then I think you were in survival mode when you got laid off and immediately started looking. I was in the same boat years ago too. Mm -hmm. It is how we are no programmed. Problem that's true yeah. and and yeah. and actually <clears throat> i was listening to a podcast this morning where the person was saying you know like when you are in university in school in university we don't teach you those things you know we we, we tell you okay you get good grades you have a 
your degree, you enter the workforce, and this is it. <laughs> and then you quickly realize that, nope, nope, this is not it at all. <laughs> and you're like, what do I do? So you want to go back to what you have learned is what you should be doing, right? And so, mm -hmm. and then you repeat the pattern and you repeat the pattern. And I believe it takes a couple of, uh, you know, uh, pivotal moments, um, uh, setbacks, failures, like lessons learned, this kind of stuff that hurts to your core to realize, but hold on, hold on, wait a minute here. There may be other solutions. There may be an alternative. Maybe I should, I'm passionate about, th about this. Maybe I can create a, a job out of it, right? Yeah. Instead of trying to fit into. And, and, and as uh, Rolly says, and I do believe that was maybe for you, the last it was enough the last time you got laid off and you were enough and you realized that okay you know what i'm not the only person facing this situation mm -hmm. i'm not the only person suffering from this i have a talent i have a gift which is writing and i'm gonna use it to make an impact to make a difference and to inspire other people and you said something that is very very important people i hope you note it she wanted to start a blog to communicate about project management, but then she shifted. But here the key, she wanted to be, to stay digitally relevant. Mm -hmm. And this is the key here to stand out from the crowd, to stay and to be, to remain digitally relevant. So now tell us more about your passion and how you turned this blog into expressing your passion and you started to get noticed by media outlets and all of this. So tell us what was, how was the experience? I mean, it, the experience so far has been amazing. And listen, everyone, I just started less than a year ago less than a year ago. And I think we're living at this really incredible time where we have all these amazing digital tools in front of us. Mm -hmm. We have the only two things that you need to, to do your project, passion project and monetize on it. Cause you mentioned that before in your comment before, and this is what I write about in my blog. Oh, hello work life, because I want people to realize that they have access right at their fingertips. The only two things that you really truly need in order to monetize a passion project is you need to figure out a, some way of self publishing yourself. Right? So I, my, my medium is a blog. So I write, I blog, I self publish. You can do a podcast. You can do newsletters, any way to put a long form content out there. Go ahead and, and do it. Stream. And live streams. Live stream and is live streams. Yes. And then the second part of it is being present on a social media platform. So you need a place to, to publish your authority and then you need a place to build your personal brand. Those are the two things that the only thing that you need and you can see where it takes you. For me, it brought me to uh, being interviewed by NPR national public radio station here in, in the US. Um, I was featured on an NBC segment wow. about career pivoting. And that's only just because I just focused on my craft of writing and putting value out there. People will start to notice. But those are the two things that I, I encourage everyone to look into is a long, long form content and a short term, um, short form content. Exactly. And the thing is, you don't have to 
uh, create a double consent here. Let me give you and 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 we discussed a little bit about it before going live. Like let's say you do a live stream, right? Or you record a podcast. So this would be your long form content. Yeah. And then you can cut this long form content into shorter form of content. So basically with one content, you can create multiple content right so the long form content that you cut off into small pieces yep. and you can even write an article out of your um, live interview or video you can also create a podcast just by downloading the audio so you don't have to kill yourself over creating content and that's something that i i i i, I coach all my clients on when it comes to content creation because oh but what i'm what am i going to say i don't know what i'm going to say and will people judge me and, and i don't have time and i'm like listen <laughs> you don't need to kill yourself over it it can be very very simple with one shot one video no matter what the format is, then you can cut it off into micro pieces of content being audio, uh, written. And that's what I do, for example. Uh, when I used to uh, do video recording before I started the live streams, like the script that I had for my videos, I would put it as a blog, uh, as, a, as, a, as an article on my blog. That's right. That's it, that's all, right? So you don't need to kill yourself over it in order to create good quality content and to stand out from the crowd. Absolutely, and I also wanna say is that you should find wherever you feel comfortable in. If you want to write about knitting, if you wanna talk about your cooking, that all is relevant to your personal brand, right? Like you just have to find whatever you feel most comfortable in because that is gonna build that consistency. I feel comfortable empowering women. Like that is my, that's my jam. I love it. And I know that's yours too. That's why yeah. I attracted you. That's when I started looking, I started reading and picking up on your post, Marine, on LinkedIn. Cause you will attract your tribe. You really will. And I know it's so, such a cliche, but everyone, like I started watching Doreen's videos before I would be, became more present on LinkedIn. Her energy and her, and her words just really moved me and inspired me. So just take that as you can just take an inspiration from someone else and do it yourself. Exactly. And thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, I appreciate it. True and, story. And, <laughs> but you know, it, it like for me, it's priceless because this is exactly why I do mm. what I do. And here, Rolly says so true about repurposing content. Yeah. You are a master at it, Darren. Thank yeah. you, Rolly. Um, yes. And, and so, you know, and we have um, a, a connection in common, Shara. And actually, mm -hmm. her thing to get to your point is to uh, showcase these videos of her cooking, right? She loves cooking. Yes. She cooks a lot for her family and, yeah. and for her kids. And she will be like, hey, guys, I cooked this tonight. And, you know, and she will share a story. She's really, really good at this. She will share a story, what happened during the day or an experience she had with a client or something that happened right while she is cooking for her family and this is how she started building your personal brand right and then afterwards so one year later she developed her own business and so now she has more content she keeps like recording her daily videos with her son actually uh, mm -hmm. or cooking in the kitchen but she will also showcases the results that she gets from her for her clients right yeah. and so to get to your point like 
It can be anything that you are passionate about. I know there is this misconception. It was maybe true in the past that LinkedIn was strict. It was like a career resume, whatever, whatever. But now yeah. it's the platform to help you stand out from the crowd and to build your personal brand. So, and be, a personal brand is personal. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, there is there is different components to your personal brand. And I'm not going to talk too much about it today. That's not the purpose. But just for you to understand, like, you have the personal aspect of your personal brand, which is who you are as a person. And there is the professional aspect of your personal brand, which is, like, what you do at work, what's your expertise, what's your talent, and so on and so on, and how you make an impact in people's life, in your organization, and so on and so on, right? So the, if you don't feel comfortable, start with what you, 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 you know the best. Okay, and if for you it's going on a walk, and I know Rollis as well, and I do it also, I would record video when I'm on my morning walk, right? Because I meditate, because I think about you, because I'm like, hey, you know, I could record this and share it with my community, and I'm on my walk outside. Mm -hmm. And and this is it. It doesn't have to be complicated, people. Keep it simple. That's right. And like what I, we were talking about earlier um, in the beginning of the show is own your power. If I would have known that back in my 20s, I don't know what I would have accomplished, to be honest oh, with you. Wow. But now that Thank I am you. owning it in my 40s, um, you know, everyone, I think the number one reason why people don't create content is because they always say to themselves, I'm no one special. I don't have a story to share. It's absolutely wrong. You do have a story to share. Don't ever doubt or discount what your story is because yours, you may think it's ordinary, but someone you know around the world, yeah. right? Or down the street could think it's extraordinary. Very true. And you don't have to have like something crazy that has happened to you to start sharing your story. And actually the more, uh, you know, regular, I don't know if, I, if mm -hmm. that's the, the right word, exactly the more relatable you are and that's what mm -hmm. that's what people want you know and there is a question from holy uh, Rollis for you valerie uh, what made the difference for you the second time versus the first time was there a catalyst that's a good question that is a good question i think it's it that came in different parts for me in the second time was during pandemic it gave us some time of quiet and some time to really ask the question of, okay, what do we want to do next? Because it's not guaranteed. That time was very scary, I think, for a lot of us, mm -hmm. for me, myself. Couldn't even step outside the door. Wow. So where I'm gonna like spend the rest of like 10 more years in something that I'm settling, I'm okay with, because it didn't get me that far. But, or do I want to like double down on myself and do something that I could be proud of, my children can be proud of? That was the big catalyst for me this time around is asking those defining questions and being honest with yourself. Yeah, right. And did you did you have any concern about, okay, I have been doing, a, like I have been in the fashion industry, either being retail or design for, mm -hmm. for 20 years and more, 
and like now I'm pivoting completely 360, doing something that I love, that I'm passionate about. Were you concerned at some point by the way your your net, the people in your network will perceive you? The, would they judge you? Was it something that you know uh, put you on the fence of starting putting yourself out there? Yeah, that's the stories that I told in my head. But once I started posting the comments that I would get back from the people in the industry, it was just so touching and moving. They kept saying, keep sharing your story because wow. I'm feeling the same way. I can't, I'm not brave like you to post it, but I'm in the same boat as you. So you know how they say like, ask the question. There's someone else in the room that's probably gonna ask the mm -hmm. question. They are afraid, too afraid to say it. It is so true when it comes to building your personal brand and putting yourself out there. If you have the courage to put yourself out there, you're actually not alone. There's nope. probably hundreds of people who feel the same way, but you could stand out from the crowd and be the first one to just put it out there. 100%, and you would be surprised actually how many people, how by you stepping up, taking that leap of faith, taking that first step and to stand out from the crowd, you would be surprised how you will inspire other people mm -hmm. and how people will deem you, hey, you know, because you did it, I'm I'm considering doing it because you did that or because of this video or you have no idea how many times I received DMs from yes. other women who yes. are like, wow, you know, because of this post, I, I changed my, 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 my career because of this post, I made a big decision. And I remember one day I hosted a masterclass and after the masterclass, I, I will never forget this DM. A lot of DM, but this one, the lady, she left me actually a voice note and she told me, listen, after your masterclass, I gave my uh, resignation letter <laughs> to my boss because I was so inspired but what I, I think it was a masterclass on personal branding and positioning on LinkedIn but to her like it opened up her eyes and you know the or to so many opportunities that she was like no the same day I gave my resignation letter and now I want to follow my dream I want to follow my passion I want to do this and I want to do that and I was like wow so you never know how one piece of content Mm -hmm. Just one piece of content can impact and change people's lives. And that's the beauty of it. That and I'm sure you receive, you receive DMs like this as well. Yes, and that's the, the energy that I received to keep going. Because there are yeah. there are challenging times when you are career pivoting. Um, you are up against, you know, financial needs of the family for myself. Um, um, but those moments really just help propel me and fuel me to keep moving forward and knowing my name is assigned to something and I'm working towards it. I mean, you think that people have things figured out? You're wrong. I don't think anyone no. has nope. things figured out, right? Nope, nope. Um, but you got to take a step forward and just and and just do it exactly so uh, we are hitting already the 30 minutes mark time flies like and when you have such yeah. a crazy like amazing inspiring conversations like it, it goes even like faster, faster. so while <laughs> You have shared so many uh, uh, tips, you know, uh, and gold nuggets with us yeah. uh, today. And for you watching the replay, because I know a, a lot of people watch the replays, uh, leave your comment and question down below in the comments. Uh, we, we will read, we read and answer all of them. So what would yeah. be your, your, your key takeaway, your takeaway to conclude this conversation? 
I would say that it's, it really is never too late to start something new. And I don't mean it in a way where you have to make a complete career pivot. I learned my lesson that I wish I had something on the side while I was in my corporate career. Mm -hmm. So if anything that I can share another piece of nugget for anyone who's feeling maybe a little stuck right now in their career, it doesn't mean that you have to make a total leap off the cliff. Just start um, building your content online now on the side. Um, you have a hobby, you have something to share, start building up and start sharing that with the world because you never know who's watching and you never know where that could lead to. So create your own opportunities if you don't see in, a new opportunity in front of you. Wow, that's powerful. I really hope it inspires you and motivates you to take action. And our friend says, great show, ladies, inspiring. Thank you so much, Valerie, for your your willingness to share so much for, uh, with us. I love your, your vibes, your energy, always smiling in your videos, always smiling, <laughs> always positive. And I, I simply love it. And I appreciate you and I respect you for all the great work that you do to support and empower other women through your story. So Valerie, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Doreen. And for those of you also who want to get started building your personal brand, but you are confused, you don't know where to start, you don't want to mess things up, then look at the link in the comment, uh, download, it's a free download, uh, the, the standout from the crowd five-step blueprint to build your personal brand, you know, to, to, to find the answers, the right answers to what will allow you to set up a strong base actually for your personal brand, okay? The link is in my bio, is in my bio. I'm on Instagram mode. <laughs> the link is in my comment. And <laughs> if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or to reach out to Valerie. So Valerie, before I wrap up, last thing, uh, like how do you help people and how, where can they contact you if they wanna learn more about you? Well, always here on LinkedIn right like this is my jam this is where i spend most of my time it's my social media platform so you can find me valerie mecky and then also go ahead and check out the blog subscribe to it because every week i uh post an article um last week i post an article that uh anyone could be a content creator anyone mm -hmm. and you don't have to dance in a video to be a content creator <laughs> so go that's, ahead a and check point. that's a valid point you don't have to dance on videos <laughs> nope so go ahead and check that out and check out Oh Hello Work Life. Thank you so much, awesome. Valerie. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And oh, yes, Valerie, please don't forget to leave the, the link to your website in the comments so people can click on it. And wonderful. Mm -hmm. So you have a wonderful day in Los Angeles. Yes, Enjoy. Thank you. And we stay in touch then. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.